48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The headlines, the government announces private sports clubs will have to pay a significant land premium in future. President Trump delays a tariff increase on billions of dollars worth of Chinese goods and later will have the big winners at the Oscars ceremony in Los Angeles. Home Affairs Secretary Lao Gonghua says private sports clubs will have to start paying substantial land premium fees when they renew their contracts with the government in 2026 or 2027. The two dozen clubs would be charged one-third of the full market value in future rather than the nominal amount they currently pay. The government would also see if they're providing enough services to the public when deciding whether to renew their leases. But Democratic Party lawmaker Andrew Wan thinks the premium charged should be linked to how open the clubs are to the public. If a club can open more hours to the public for enjoying the uh, recreational facilities, then the premium could be deducted. So it could be a balance that the general public can enjoy that facilities. And we can also help certain kinds of sports and uh, recreational club to be continued. The minister also said the government has balanced demands from all sides when deciding to renew the contract for 80% of the Fanling golf golf course till 2027, while the rest would be used for public housing. The Shatin magistracy has put pro-government activist Letitia Lee on a good behaviour bond for 18 months after prosecutors abandoned a case against her over the improper use of $22,000 she received in election donations. The binding over order will not leave Miss Lee with a criminal record. The court had heard that she received the money from anonymous donors during the 2016 Legislative Council elections. The law forbids the use of election donations if they are for amounts of $1,000 or more, and she should have given the money to charity instead. A member of LegCo's health service panel says the government should appoint a commissioner for public toilets to oversee the facilities that are currently managed by a number of different government departments. Dr. Kwokaki was responding to a plan by the administration to allocate $500 million in Wednesday's budget to improve more than 200 public toilets around the city. But Dr. Kwok says management is more important. I think they should have a commissioner for public toilet, or maybe a high-level government official responsible for the whole policy, not only for the public toilet in the environmental hygiene department, but for the whole including the leisure department in the agricultural department in the country park. We need to have a strategy, target to be improved, and also what the most important is the management system. Traffic was smooth on the central Wan Chai bypass during the morning peak hour today, the first working day since the bypass was fully open yesterday. Around 9 a.m., it took about five minutes to travel from the entrance of the eastern corridor in North Point to Rumsey Street in Sengwan. The $36 billion project has taken 10 years to complete after being dogged by delays and cost overruns. It was originally slated to be fully operational in 2017. President Trump says there's been substantial progress in trade talks with China and he'll therefore delay an increase in tariffs. A rise in import duties on Chinese goods up from 10% to 25% had been due on the 1st of March. The BBC's Chris Buckler reports. On Twitter, Donald Trump ordered a temporary halt to hostilities. And while there's still no deal to end the trade war between China and America, progress was clearly made over the weekend in talks between the two countries' negotiation teams. Beyond simply postponing the introduction of higher tariffs for billions of dollars of Chinese goods, Mr Trump has also issued an invitation to President Xi to visit his golf resort in Florida. On that trip, the US president says he hopes they can conclude an agreement. 
Meanwhile, a row between the U.S. and China over the security of mobile Internet infrastructure is expected to dominate the industry's main trade fair in Barcelona this week. Washington's delegation will urge its European allies not to use the Chinese company Huawei to build their 5G networks. The U.S. believes the company could allow Beijing to use its products for espionage. Huawei has strongly denied this. A leading U.S. congressman says Democrats will subpoena the report by the special counsel Robert Mueller into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election campaign if it's not published. Adam Schiff, who chairs the House of Representatives Intelligence Committee, said they're willing to take the Trump administration to court. We will obviously subpoena the report. Uh, We will bring Bob Mueller in to testify before Congress. We will take it to court if necessary. Uh, And in the end, I think the department understands they're going to have to make this public. The Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has said plans to relocate the U.S. military base within the island of Okinawa would continue despite their rejection in a non-binding referendum. More than 70% of voters were opposed to the construction of a new base. Britain's Prime Minister Theresa May has again delayed a parliamentary vote on Brexit. A vote on her compromise agreement with the European Union was to be held in the coming week. It's now due to take place by the 12th of March. The main opposition Labour Party has condemned the move. The Dutch Prime Minister, Mark Rutte, was asked about the chances of Theresa May's Brexit deal being voted through in Westminster. I'm not optimistic at the moment, but I'm not putting a percentage on it. But I'm not optimistic at the moment because we are now 30 days, approximately a bit over 30 days before Brexit date, and uh, we are not there yet. Senegal's Prime Minister says President Macky Sall has secured another term in office in Sunday's election. Mohamed Dion said preliminary results showed Mr. Sall had won at least 57% of the votes in the first round. I would like to congratulate in the name of the people of Senegal, in the name of the great coalition of the presidential majority, the Beno Yakar coalition, our candidate. And I'm sure that as soon as tomorrow, he will set to work to continue this important work for our country on the path of emergence. Final results aren't expected until Friday, but there have already been scenes of celebration in Mr. Sal's hometown of Fatik. The vote was peaceful, but rights groups have criticized the exclusion from the poll of two leading opposition figures. Hundreds of people in Sudan have taken part in protests against the government of President Omar al-Bashir, despite a declaration of a state of emergency on Friday. Reports say the security forces fired tear gas at demonstrators in several neighborhoods in Khartoum and across the river in Omdurman. Venezuelan soldiers who defected to Colombia on Saturday say they fear for the safety of their families under the President Nicolas Maduro's government. One officer said forces loyal to Mr. Maduro would lash out at his family because he had heeded the opposition's call to defect. Here's the BBC's Orla Guerin. This weekend, foot soldiers have been deserting. It's over a hundred now and counting. We managed to speak to a group of them sheltering in a church in the border town of Cucuta. There will be a domino effect. There are many professional troops who want to do this. They realize this is the moment to leave this dictatorship and to free Venezuela. The men told us they had deserted for the sake of their loved ones and their homeland. They say Nicolas Maduro has divided the nation. Latin American leaders have expressed their anger at the Venezuelan president's refusal to allow aid into the country and said they'll discuss what further measures they can take at a meeting in Colombia on Monday. The U.S. has already indicated it's prepared to impose further sanctions against President Maduro. The Venezuelan opposition leader, Juan Guaido, condemned efforts to prevent aid from crossing into the country.
Yesterday we saw an unprecedented crime with the burning of humanitarian aid that had generously arrived at the Colombian collection point and which was then handed over to Venezuelan volunteers who insist that it's necessary to save lives. Venezuela is today in crisis again and it could have been alleviated yesterday. There's been heavy early voting in a referendum on a new Cuban constitution. For millions, the referendum is a rare chance to voice dissent, though it's expected the proposal will be approved easily. It's arguably the most significant election in the communist-controlled country in decades. The document will recognize private property, allow more use of the Internet, and promote greater private enterprise in Cuba's centrally managed economy. This voter expressed his support for it. Whoever doesn't vote yes is making a mistake. This constitution was written directly by the people. If Cubans didn't ask for it, it's because they didn't want it. Everything in this constitution represents the people. Revolution will never be worse than capitalism. The Catholic Church says it fears the document would permit gay marriage in the future. Victims of clerical sexual abuse say Pope Francis's promise to protect children from pedophile priests is little more than recycled rhetoric and a stunning letdown. Speaking at the end of a four-day Vatican conference on pedophilia within the Catholic Church, the Pope promised the protection of children was an overriding priority and charged bishops with ensuring the punishment of abusive priests and an end to cover-ups. A survivor of sexual abuse, Mary Collins, said she still wanted more from the Pope. They are the sort of words that will have meaning for bishops and cardinals and others. I think in the secular world, we want more practical, down-to-earth words, words that talk about crime and that sort of thing. At the Oscars ceremony in Los Angeles, Rami Malek has won Best Actor Award for his performance as Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Britain's Olivia Colman has won Best Actress for her role in The Favourite. The awards for Best Supporting Actor and Actress have gone to Mahershala Ali for his role in Green Book and Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. The Mexican movie Roma has so far won two Oscars. The Oscar for Best Original Song went to Lady Gaga for Shallow from A Star Is Born. More from the BBC's Peter Bowes. In an emotional acceptance speech, Lady Gaga said her success was down to hard work. She urged others coming into the business with a dream to fight for it. In a fast-moving ceremony which is being praised for its diversity, Ruth E. Carter became the first black person to win for best costume design for her work on Black Panther, the groundbreaking superhero film. Spike Lee received a rousing reception as he accepted the award for best adapted screenplay for Black Klansman, the true story of an African-American police detective who infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 110.66 yen, the euro is standing at 1 US dollar 13 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 25 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,879. That's 70 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $86 billion. Sports, here's Adam Jones. First to football, Manchester City have successfully retained their English League Cup title. They beat Chelsea 4-3 on penalties after a goalless 90 minutes plus extra time. But the game at Wembley was overshadowed by the Chelsea goalkeeper who refused to be substituted. Here's the BBC's Ian Dennis. 
A terrific penalty from Raheem Sterling secured City's first trophy in their quest for the quadruple. However, the way Chelsea goalkeeper Ariza Balaga humiliated his manager by undermining him as he refused to be substituted late on in extra time will create the headlines. It was an extraordinary episode that left Maurizio Sarri apoplectic. Caballero, with a reputation for saving penalties, was left in limbo, and who knows if he would have saved Aguero's spot kick that squeezed under Ariza Balaga. Chances were few and far between. Aguero had a goal disallowed in the second half. Kante, Barkley and Willian all went close. But as City celebrate, Chelsea will hold an inquest into Ariza Balaga's insubordination. That incident over the goalkeeper refusing to come off follows weeks of speculation surrounding Maurizio Sarri's position as manager of Chelsea. The former Premier League player Chris Sutton reacted to the incident. Kepa should never play for Chelsea again. That should be his last performance in a Chelsea shirt. He's a disgrace. He's undermined his manager. It's disgusting. In the Premier League, Liverpool moved a point clear of Manchester City at the top of the table after drawing 0-0 at Manchester United. Liverpool have drawn four of their last five games in all competition. Arsenal are back in the top four. They defeated Southampton 2-0 to move a point ahead of Manchester United. In rugby union, Ireland fought back from 16-12 down at halftime to beat Italy 26-16 in Rome to secure a bonus point in the Six Nations. Their second win in the competition put them up to third in the table. Head coach Joe Schmidt felt his team should have won by more points. I think there's a little bit of trying too hard as well. There's guys who are who are trying to jump ahead of the game and 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 get to places and throw things that we're just not quite ready for. So we'll, we'll go back and have a look at this one and and try to build toward what will be a a, a real gladiatorial contest against France. In golf, Dustin Johnson has won the Mexico Championship for his sixth WGC title. The American closed with a 5 under par 66 to take a 5-shot victory over Rory McIlroy. Johnson's 20th win on the PGA Tour will put him back to world number one next week. Tiger Woods shot 8 under par for the tournament to record his first top 10 finish of the year. And that's your look at sports. Adam Jung reporting there. To end the news, our top stories once again. The government announces private sports clubs will have to pay a significant lamb premium in future. President Trump delays a tariff increase on billions of dollars worth of Chinese goods. And Rami Malek and Olivia Colman win Best Actor and Best Actress at the Oscars. That ends the news from RTHK. I'd explain all the pain And I'm falling deeper into my shell Feeling numb when I try to believe in myself It's so easy for me to say I'm okay But is it worth it for me to endure all this pain? Am I breaking my own heart just to say That I tried as I tried to become someone else Is it too late for me to start all Feeling sorry for myself with no destiny, just pain. I won't stop loving every day. I won't stop believing in myself.
piece of my heart felt like snowflakes in me. It's so 